0: You're listening to Comedy Central.
1: (laughs) Welcome to the U-Up podcast. Hi, guys. Happy Wednesday to you. I'm here um, downstairs in my parents' house because it's so fucking hot everywhere in this goddamn... It's so validating for me, can I tell you, to have someone visit and validate that this house is hot as fuck. (laughs) Andrew Collin, can you attest?
0: I mean, they really... uh, Your dad really... uh, Shit to bed without getting an air conditioning upstairs to save money for I don't
1: I didn't even know that story until he told it that he saved he wanted to save ten thousand dollars or something. Yeah. Well how about save your family <laughs>
0: from being hot, EJ?
1: You should see in this in the winter too. If it's cold, guess what he says? Put on some wool. Wool. Oh. Whoever is like, I can't wait to wear wool. My dad loves wool. You should hear him. It's just all he wants to talk about is wool in the winter. He'll
0: go wool straight to skin.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. He loves a wool like blanket, wool socks. I'm like, I get I'm, wool my hair,
0: for. I can't
1: Christmas like I'm, you know, a a Puritan, and that's like a, the fresh new fabric on this. On the my dad thinks it's
0: like you're like in Game of Thrones, and you're protecting the wall. Yep. Just put some wool on it. Fucking wool is the worst <laughs> feeling. Though it makes the worst sound. Yeah, it's, it's and the
1: sound of sheep screaming as they have a fucking knee on their head. Sorry for that imagery. Um, yeah, the, have you ever seen a sheep get sh- sheeped? Yeah. It's bad. I see. They're you know, not like, oh, this is such a little... It's not like the dog at the groomer. I mean, this is brutal. Their skin gets cut. I mean, it's not... It's horrific.
0: Yeah, the clippers aren't good. And I, the,
1: the people doing it aren't kind to them, and I don't speak for all of it. Don't message me about your uncle who's in the wool industry and gives every sheep a kiss, as he, a gentle kiss as he's... Which is probably worse. ...shearing it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. He's I feel fucking like- the sheep, and so the sheep is...
0: The worst part is, is a lot of times the clippers are the guy's clippers that he just used for his own genitals. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I'm tired of these. They're not working that well. So I'm going to use them on the sheep.
1: Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> Do you use clippers on your genitals?
0: Yeah, my my pubic hair right now. I look like a 10 year old uh, boy. Wh- why? I don't know. I just shaved too short. I thought Did you bring
1: I, clippers with you. No. Oh, but the, no,
0: I'm good now. But for a little while, I was like you shaved too short, way too short.
1: And it just looked, like, bare.
0: Here's the thing. When you have a penis that isn't, like, gigantic mm-hmm. but is, like, huge. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, like, right. decent. Yes. You trim your pubes, your dick looks bigger. Right. But you could go too short, and then if your dick is Then you just look huge, like a child's yeah, dick. Yeah, then you just look like a child dick. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, there's a certain hair for a, 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 a mediocre penis that you want.
1: Can I share with you a, a picture of it? No, a DM I got from a guy last night. And he was very upset because he has a small penis. And, oh, where is he? God damn it. What about
0: that serial killer?
1: Oh, yeah, here he is. The Golden
0: State serial killer. Yeah, if you guys are
1: watching, let's just talk about really quickly. HBO, the documentary on HBO, Uh, I'll Be Gone in the Dark. I'm not not kidding you. Girls, if you live alone and you don't have a doorman or some kind of security, don't fucking watch this show. I don't even know if I was picturing myself living in my apartment in New York, which I was supposed to be living in like right now with a doorman and I and I brag a lot about this but it's just like the coolest thing I could ever imagine for myself it had an elevator as my door like opening onto my apartment and I was thinking about how I would be processing this show if I was living alone there and I would still be scared because the, the guy could just trick the door the doorman and just grab a key and go up and kill this show is so fucking frightening I texted you the our text exchange last night was so funny Andrew <laughs>
0: 4 a.m.
1: okay so let's just w- what are your thoughts on the show it's called I'll be gone in the dark it's on HBO now it's um uh
0: Patton Oswalt's
1: right she uh, has a she has a name that I can't remember right McNamara. now yeah Michelle McNamara uh, wrote a book uh, or, or, you know, had a blog called, oh my God, I have like no information. I'm really sorry to be talking about this, but she did, had a murder blog for a really long time that people got hooked on long before, you know, there were all these murder podcasts. And um, she's just an incredible journalist, incredible writer, incredible investigator. And she did it all herself. And she would work with other people that she met on like the A&E cold case files message board. I mean, it's fascinating. And she got into this killer called the gold, he, he's called Uh, uh Oh, wait, uh, original Night Stalker, Ear Ons is what they call him. East, east Area Rapist, because it was in the east side of Sacramento. East Area Rapist, original Night sucker, Ear Ons is his name. It's like a very awkward name. And it's Pat Oswalt's wife, and he's throughout the documentary talking about her, and, and it's just so good. But this guy is so fucking creepy, dude. You didn't even see the first episode where he rapes the girl when she's playing piano. Oh, it's so, because this is what the girl says, and it haunts me. And I'm you guys, Ear Muffs, if you can't handle scary stuff, because honestly, no, People this is love a, this shit. I know, but I, I if I was a girl who was living alone, yeah. I would literally stop listening to me right now and just skip ahead a couple 30 seconds. Or if you
0: have a husband, he'll kill you too, though.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. As soon as he found it, because he was only killing single women, and then it got in the paper that women women were bringing this upon themselves by being single. I mean, that, this was the 70s when if you were raped, it was like your fault. And like the media would tell you it was your fault. I mean, it was a ridiculous time. 70
0: hours ago. That's what this. Yeah,
1: I know. No kidding. Times are changing very fast, and thank God for it. But being raped in the '70s, they just didn't treat it like a real crime. They didn't even tell anyone about this guy until he had struck like five times. So, like, people weren't locking up knowing that there was one. He actually he got two houses that were like four houses away from each other. Now, if you had a girl that you've heard was raped four houses down, wouldn't you be on alert? Yes. Yes. Well, they didn't even tell anyone, so that girl couldn't be on alert. The only
0: reason why I wouldn't be on alert though is like, is he really gonna? Is he gonna be that close?
1: Right. It's almost like when um. Yeah, I, I don't know example for it, but I think of things like that all the time. Where it's no way, like this plane isn't gonna crash because
0: yeah, the they, same a, a crashed plane yesterday. crashed yesterday. Yeah, yeah yes, yeah. okay.
1: So, or like if a flight is like flight eleven or nine eleven, you're like that. Eh, that's too crazy because the flight eleven I think was one of the ones that went into the World Trade. Whatever.
0: An ear on sounds like a great name for headphones.
1: Yeah, it does.
0: He took that away from us. Oh my god, fucking prick. With a little dick. Anyway, so go ahead. So the piano player.
1: Okay, no, so this this is the scariest part of this guy is this girl is fifteen years old. She's this guy's just get into this show because there's so many details I want to talk about and he's been talked about ad nauseum on like a million podcasts, but you gotta see this documentary. He would plan these things he would stalk and stalk for days maybe weeks and he would set he would set up the crime scene before he even got there so he would sneak into the house plant ligatures which are things to tie people up he would plant shoelaces underneath the couch that he knew he was going to rape you on so you'd be being raped on this couch and then he would just reach down and have have a fucking like it's like when my ex-boyfriend like had a whole system in his bed ready to tie me up and i didn't know and i'm like what are you pulling out of nowhere and it was like holy shit you plant this was premeditated you premeditated it was hot then but this guy was ready but this girl's playing piano And the way these rape survivors are so brave to share it because they're like these older women now and just hearing them talk about it, it's just like, it's so incredible to actually hear the story from the person who did it because that's not often the case. Um, This girl, and how many times does this happen to you, Andrew? And and anyone listening? She said that she's alone in the house and she heard a noise and she just thought- It's a noise. It's just a noise. It's the house. It's the house. Just like kind of exhaling, you know, settling into itself. And then- So she kept, but she kept playing the piano. I mean, this is out of a scene from a movie of like just playing a soft, creepy song. And then
0: she was playing her own soundtrack to her own death.
1: I know. She was playing like <laughs> yeah. Or Heart and Soul. <laughs> oh yeah, he gets in on the, the other side of it. She's like, I'm gonna murder you. No, I won't. But I'm gonna make you feel like you might die. That's the thing. He got he gets off on making people feel like they're gonna die. And I'm sorry to make jokes about this. There's nothing funny about it, but <sighs> You have
0: to make jokes you about it. Ha- it's it's so just fucking so dark. fucked
1: up. So like last night, even you guys went to go get Chick Fil A. You and my dad and the dog, like, kind of rushed past the doorway because he was going from the window to the door to get you guys and i just saw flash and i just go oh that was the dog and then i go what like it now that first noise is making me think of everything like i don't take the first noise for granted anymore because of that girl but it's also ruining my life because last night i was hearing this thumping noise at like three in the morning we both couldn't sleep because the house is so goddamn hot (laughs) you're in my sister's bedroom i'm in my bedroom dude and they're right next to each other and i hear like a like a thumb, but I have my white noise machine on, look, so I don't jerk it off. I've heard it before in this house. What Were you jerking off? No, I
0: wasn't. I, I, didn't I think haven't you were. yet. In the okay, house.
1: well, you can. I, I can tell you're horny because you just wanted to fuck this dish that's on the table, you said.
0: We'll take a picture of the dish and put it on. It's what a, is it's sexual a,
1: about this gigantic it looks like a maple
0: dish? It looks like a meaty leaf.
1: Oh, yeah, it does look like a fucking spread out yeah, pussy lips. Yeah, it does. Whoa, okay. Um,
0: <laughs> Either that or like a, a raptor's neck.
1: Oh yeah, not even a raptor like the thing that killed Newman.
0: Yeah, that's Andres. a raptor. That's, no, oh. that wasn't.
1: That was the spitter.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. It was the spitter. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was thinking.
1: Okay, so this is what he texted me. So last night I go, "Are you awake? 2:43 a.m. Are you awake?" There's a weird noise, thumping. He goes, "I'm watching something on my phone. Oh, that might be me. Sorry." I said, "Okay, good. God, that sh- that show freaked me out." thanks now i can sleep and you go but also i'm hogtied writing with my tongue i really (laughs) did think that i was like if i confront andrew what if the golden state killer is in there who he's been caught by the way so that brings you some kind of redemption but i was like what if he's in there and he's texting from andrew's phone and i was like i was actually gonna look for like a way to know it was you and that's how i knew it was you because that was such a funny response and i go ha 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 i hear plates rattling because in the in the documentary he ties up the dude while he rapes yes. the wife and he puts plates on the guy's back. So if the plates, he hears the dishes clank at all, he will come murder him. It's so fucked up you guys. And anyway, he goes, I go, hi, I hear plates rattling. And he goes, Yeah, that's my new shirt. (laughs) (laughs) I just pictured your new shirt has a bunch of goddamn plates. It made me laugh really hard. I was I was loling (laughs) for reals, dude. That made me laugh so hard. I screenshotted it and like edited it so it can fit in a hole. You know when you edit a a text conversation and take out pieces that are you don't need, so you can post it. Do that. Yeah, you you can do that. So anyway, the the documentary is fucking creepy. Um,
0: When you live in the city. It's weird because you could get stabbed on the train any day or walking. You could get mugged. So, you know, the idea of a serial killer isn't your top threat. So you don't even think about a serial killer in New York City. You're like, ah,
1: you know Um, what I mean? But when you're out here
0: in the woods, huh?
1: I do. As a woman, I do.
0: Yeah, I guess that's
1: I, I honestly do. I would go home at night and I would kind of like run in my building. I would, I would go, like, I would get in my building and I have like a safe building, but I would get in and I was so scared that, when I walked up the flight of first flight of there's only one flight of stairs in the place I was living last time I would walk up that first flight and then I would you no, know, i ru- I would um do the key and then i would get in as quick as possible because that's when they can get you they can come I would search they can hide around a corner and right when you open the door they bum rush you and push you in and then they rape you and they um and they, I didn't have to figure I
0: live in such a shithole of an apartment yeah they would just come in and be like you know your life is bad enough
1: yeah I don't need it either- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, paper plates on someone isn't going to make that much noise.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have no clean dishes for me to use.
1: Before we get any further on the pod, I just want to say thank you to everyone who wrote to me about yesterday's pod, um, where I revealed that my jealousy can sometimes make me a bully and try to bring down people with me. Someone sent me a really f- fascinating study about cognitive dissonance and... Um, sense of humor and why some people have different kinds of sense of humor it was so good andrew i know you just were tuning out but it. Uh, it i thought you that? were never cognitive dissonance i think you can tune out sometimes i've never tune out in my life <laughs> tune in tokyo duny <laughs> okay so um I was reading this thing and it's like every type of humor that you like, there are four types of humor and you're definitely a different type of humor than I am. You're like a, want to be, want to make people laugh and entertain. Like you're making jokes to like make other people at ease and kind of, uh, get people to laugh and like bring, bring the, the room to life. Whereas I make jokes to self deprecate and bring myself down
0: I think I do that a ton.
1: You do that. You do a mixture of a couple. Yeah, yeah. But the but there was it was just an interesting thing. And there was one the the kind of humor I do is really bad for you and your self esteem. Like the kind that's shitting on yourself and um, viewing the world through a negative lens is like it's. I found out it's like bad for you. So maybe I have to stop doing that. Anyway, thank you for all those things that you guys wrote to me. A lot of people wrote that they. Uh, There's something related.
0: behind that where it's like when we do self self deprecating, we've like told ourselves a lie this whole time that actually it's because we're so strong. That we can handle it and we're making fun of ourselves. So. You know what I mean? Like we're doing, and also it's like, I'm doing it so other people can feel okay with the same problems. Right. But really you just might be sad. And you're exactly,
1: it's, it's not, it is that because I know that there are people out there that have the same issues I have that I hate myself for. And I'm like, Oh, if I, if they think I have this perfect life, it'll bring them peace to know that I struggle with it. But you're, you're also right that it's just self-loathing and you want to release some of it and it's not good for you. Speaking of that, this is the, the the email I got or the, the message I got last night from, um, the dick guy. Uh, and by the way, oh, the- by
0: the way, had a little dick.
1: Yes, it was really funny. My my ex co host Sarah Schaefer, um, just wrote a tweet about like, I think it was her. She wrote a tweet like, I'm watching this documentary, and are we ever going to find out how tiny his dick is? Like, that's what she's waiting <laughs> for. Is like, the, can we can we get the exact measurements? Because that's interesting. But finding out Jeff Epstein's dick was the shape of an egg was yeah. so interesting. Well, and you- Harvey Weinstein's like a mangled little nub.
0: I know it's like uh, it's like it, uh, being a serial killer is like if you drive a big truck. Like, oh, he's a serial killer. Must have a small dick. Oh, that's great. It's like, I'm sure there's serial killers with big dicks too. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, or not. Or rapists with big dicks too. But no. But I'm sure. Yeah. Like a disgusting man needs to force himself on people a ton.
1: Yeah. But, well, that's yeah. not always the case. And I want to talk about this guy who wrote me. And I'm I'm I want to give advice to men who have small penises and I'm maybe listening. micro penises. Listen. <laughs> Listen up, don't don't, t- don't tune out. T-shirt. Well, that's the first thing. But truly, okay. So this guy wrote me and I'm not gonna say who it was. He said, I just wanna say I love your stand up so much and I love your appearances on Conan. The way you use your humor to deal with your insecurities is outstanding. And that's just saying, like, is it dealing with my insecurities or is it just hating myself because I can't take it anymore? Make sure. He said, I wish guys could be more like that. I'm, I'm 32. I've been battling with depression, anxiety for 15 years. A lot of the root of my insecurity stem from my, from women and how I feel about myself. I've had women use me, cheat on me and cut me down because of the size of my penis. They make me feel worthless. Like I'll never be worthy of love. They hit me with an aura of disappointment. Like I have control over the size of my penis. The sad part of it is, is that I'm always honest about my size yet. They act like I sold them a lemon. It's, it's been to the point where I've attempted suicide multiple times. I just wanted to say that your stand up has helped me in some ways of owning my insecurities. Which is so sad. And like It's cool Bob Saget would say that. And listen, he writes me sometimes <laughs> late at night and just really opens up. That's cool Bob. It's <laughs> true?
0: I'm sorry. I told you
1: not to reveal? He's
0: tall. I get it. If you're tall and you have a small dick, it's worse.
1: Guess what's not full?
0: Uh his pants.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> improv. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't so bad. No, it was good. Okay. <laughs> we were just talking in the car about how I'm not good at improv. And so I, now Andrew's no, trying to... No, inc- you say
0: you're not good. I always <laughs> counter with you're good at things.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, so it's I never, was saying I'm, I wasn't good. I didn't mean to say it. Put that on you.
0: Um. Wait, so...
1: So can I tell you what I wrote back? Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. I'm so sorry that you feel that way about yourself. Truly, truly know that... You would never want to be with a woman who wouldn't want to be with you because of your size. That kind of woman isn't right for you. I'll never be with a guy who loves a fat ass, and that's okay. Not all men need one. Not all women need a big dick. Also, there are dildos. Incorporate those into the bedroom if you want. They are better better than real dicks anyway because you can control them better. Good luck. Please don't ever kill yourself. And he said, thank you. I've given up on suicide simply because no one would miss me and most people would expect it. I I know. So now... Bob. I know Stamos has got to talk to him. (laughs) I think that Joey needs, Joey needs to get that fucking chipmunk character. (laughs) And, Get, get, have a lighthearted discussion about self-love. <laughs> Dude, that's
0: the saddest sentence I've ever so heard now, in my life, man. So
1: now I'm just waiting for my next life to happen. Maybe the universe will give me an adequately sized penis. But I think major- I think the majority of women truly believe that a perfection of man is in his dick, and that women shouldn't have to settle for anything less than perfect. There's nothing more infinitely powerful than the female orgasm. In the end, I guess I don't have the willpower to get to. Go, go through another humiliation like I've been through, but thank you for replying and thank you for the kind words. Just know that if perfection did exist, you'd be it because you're a triple threat, hilarious, intelligent, and a huge dick. No, he said breathtakingly beautiful. But um, that's very nice. I didn't mean to read that last part. It just kind of snuck up on me. Um, I feel very uncomfortable by it. But I just want to say, I mean, you're obsessed with dick size, right?
0: I mean, I used to be. A lot I used more, to yeah. Be even because...
1: like used to like a year ago, I feel like you talked about it more than you do now.
0: I think the more I fuck. The more you fuck, the more you realize it's not that big of a deal. Also, my dick, I measured it the other day, and it's not nearly as small as...
1: Well, that's not helping this guy, Andrew.
0: Oh. I mean, my dick's way huge, bro. Like, now I don't even know what to do Yeah, and my dick's even, so big. I don't
1: relate to this guy at all. Next question.
0: <laughs> no, no. So, my no, okay, I won't put it on my dick. But, like, I'm just saying, like, a lot of it has to do with confidence. Like, I used a cock ring when I had sex, and the girl loved it. It's just, like... Being confident in the bedroom. I don't know if it's like. I think what happens is a girl will cheat on you, and then you'll go, "Oh, it's probably my small dick." Right. But it could. There's a million other things. Well, women it can be like really you,
1: mean about dicks.
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure. You guys send dick pics around, like, like all the time.
1: We don't send dick pics, but we talk about dicks a lot. And I, you know, it's it's always nice. I got a table where
0: d- you guys draw.
1: Well, that's different than I, I, we're not sending dick pics. We're drawing them on a table with chalk. <laughs>
0: yeah you outline dicks like they're dead bodies
1: i I just have to say though, and let me just really speak from the heart here and I hope people hear me I have had better orgasms and better sex when my boyfriend ex-boyfriend with a average sized penis would use toys on me instead of his dick. Yes, his warm dick felt good, but toys felt better better and so i I know that I could be with a woman because I don't need I don't need a dick on a guy. I don't need it. Yes, it is a nice bonus, but it is not everything. And I want everyone with a small dick to know that. And I know you think that you're unlovable. No one will ever love you. It's just not true. It's just not true.
0: I get it. So, I felt that way a lot when I was younger. Yeah. But now when I measured it, it's huge.
1: Right. Okay. So I just want to read some of your kus. Now, if you don't know, on Friday's episode, I introduced you guys to the idea of kuh, which is when someone is just doing something absurd and like over the top and kind of like they just think they're cool and they're trying to get attention and they want to look hot or they want to be accepted. And so they do something that they wouldn't do if no one was watching. I think that could be the that could be the definition of k is doing something over the top that you wouldn't do if no one was watching because you want to be so desperately liked. And listen, Literally, I've been good before. I just did
0: it by saying I had a big
1: dick. No, that wasn't K That really wasn't K Okay. Okay. I, I, I'm I'm just being honest with you. Okay. Here's some cause people who back into parking spots are good. Um, yeah, yes, that is K because it's just takes more effort. Everyone has to look at you and you often like make really herky jerky moves and you want to like, it is it it is usually someone peels out when they do that.
0: Yeah, and it's usually and a, peeling out in, is in the, a big truck. It's usually a truck guy. Yes. They would argue that it's easier than to get out, or I don't know, or they could fit into tighter spaces because they back up. But that being said, it's definitely k.
1: Okay, thank you, Paige Long, for that k. Next up, Kimberly Chan sends me perfect example of a douche trying to be k. <laughs> Dude, I love that you guys know, Mm. and I hope I want to get now I want you to send me video of you yelling about something like take a picture of something that's good and then say good to it with your with peace sign and be like, okay, and send that to me yesterday. She said yesterday, I'm driving home and some tool in an antique truck with a huge American flag flapping in the wind starts doing (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't stop laughing when I read this doing donuts in the middle of a busy intersection. He did them repeatedly and created a smoke show from burning his tires. And I, that, that's the kiss thing I've ever heard. Um, next up, uh, skateboarders who come straight at you and then swerve oh, at the last yeah. second.
0: Fuck those guys.
1: And that is uh, from, oh, fuck, I didn't get your name. I'm sorry on the screenshot. I, I, I didn't get your name. And then one last one. Uh, this is from, oh, another, wait. Uh, no, that one's not as good. Um, that one's not as good. Oh, God. Hold on one second. I got to get one more kit. Um, uh, well, let's just leave it at that. There's been, there's been some others, but they-
0: I hate the skateboard one because- Why? If you, uh, stick up for yourself, you just look like you can't win. Yes. Because if you're like, go fuck yourself, dude, you almost hit me. And it's like, you're a little bitch. You'd think I was going to hit you? Like, you, you can't- You
1: look like a Karen freaking out about-
0: Yeah, but it's like, no, it's on you, dick.
1: Right. Um, final cut. Those are okay. the
0: cut things that where you can't argue. You can't argue them yeah. without.
1: Mm, yes, K is like there's a lot of things that are cut, yeah. but that yeah, that could be maybe a defining characteristic of cut. Uh, the song.
0: A backflip. Is TikTok,
1: TikTok by Kesha, is this? I mean, whoever said this to me, Catherine. You're genius. I mean, this is one of the best ones yet. TikTok by Kesha. Wake up in the morning feeling like Pete Diddy. I got my... Like, I'm going to...
0: Brush in my teeth with, with a, a bottle, bottle of, of Jack.
1: Jack. I mean... And then also, she adds to the fact that Kesha spelling her name with a dollar sign is so... Say it with me now...
0: Yeah. should we spell K with a K
1: no it's C O apostrophe U H L and anyone who knows it knows it all right thank you for those cuz I really appreciate it um one extra thing I wanted to talk about before we wrap up here these shows have been so fun with you Andrew we oh, have uh, a lot of good two more it. days together doing the shows um I wanted to talk about speed dating last night. Now I did speed date last night after Andrew Colin did his own speed date. You can follow him at Andrew T. Colin. He is going to be speed dating on Wednesday. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, which is tonight you guys, yeah. uh, yeah, this podcast goes out tomorrow. Oh, okay. So Wednesday at uh, 11 p.m. Eastern, he goes live on his Instagram and he speed date speed dates. I'll be watching and helping him date and coming up with questions and follow-up questions. It's so much fun to watch. Last night you had a, f- a fuck ton of people watching. Yeah. It's yeah. a fun chat room. Like it's just a good activity to do. I would set your alarm on your phone now, like for five minutes before 11 o'clock Eastern, and just remind yourself to get on and and go on there. But it's so much fun. <laughs> and then I speed dated after him last night at the 12 o'clock hour, and for the first time. And what a uh, journey it was I nearly cried on Instagram live Which is happening a lot on Instagram live I almost cry because people can be so mean And um But I learned that I'm not good at dating I I don't like doing something that I'm not like in control And dating you can't be in control You have to like let the guy lead Mm. And I feel the need to be funny constantly And like I'm trying Do you think about the audience at all when you're dating Or you just you don't No really
0: i don't i
1: want to Because that's all i'm thinking about
0: only if they're writing shitty comments do i think right but you're- if it's positive in there then i i only think that people are but
1: that's what i'm stuff. trying to avoid is people going this is boring yeah i'm leaving
0: but you're gonna get next that day- you're gonna get that and then what happens is you go wow this uh john jackass 69 triple x said he's bored and then everyone goes we're not bored we love you yeah and you don't hear that
1: <laughs> I will say I, today people have written to me because I went on like six dates last night. The first one was with a bisexual guy who really admitted a lot about being bisexual. It was very fascinating. And like, ah, shout out to Colin. I love you so much. It was more of a friend vibe though. Then I went out with a guy named Evan who I had um, previously kind of attacked on my Instagram live <laughs> because he said some shitty comment and it wasn't even shitty. he was the sweetest man, but I went live with it. He was nice too, but a little bit too young and sweaty. No offense. You had just gotten done with a run. And then, Third was a guy, Trevor from The Bachelor, Trevor Holmes. He's – you can look him up. And he didn't know I was doing a dating show. I was so excited because I've had a crush on this guy for a while or just, like, thought he was hot, you know. And he was on it, and then I was like, so why do you want to date me? Because Andrew is trying to get me to ask, like, why do you want to go on a date with me? Why do you like me? Like, trying to get a little more romantic because Andrew's like, you know, passenger – backseat driving which was very helpful because I'll get to it in a second so then Trevor is like oh I didn't know this was dating and I was like oh and it just felt when I get rejected by a guy like that and it's not a rejection but when I get my hopes up like oh my god this guy that is cute likes me and then he's like oh my god no that's not what it was it's so embarrassing to me and I feel like I that's why I almost cried is like I got embarrassed in front of like so many people because I was excited and then it was like not what I thought it was
0: here's the thing though I don't know he responded kind of weird when you asked him that, but I also think like then it just like moved on. Like you didn't get like a definitive answer from him
1: because I didn't want one because know, when I've done that before, would've... it's uh, yeah. I, it's hurt my feelings because you find out no. At least you leaving it ambiguous, it doesn't completely embarrass you. But if I would have been like, "Would you want to date me?" and he goes, "I don't see it like that," I would have started crying live on. I can't, I can't yeah. have that kind of rejection. It's yeah. just too embarrassing. So that's why I moved on. Then I went out on a date with the guy down the street who Andrew and I actually ran into him when we were walking the dogs last night, grant down the street. He's the neighbor boy that I met. Um, and he was very lovely and nice. And he got yelled at by his mom cause he was talking too loud. And then eventually, then I went on a couple more dates and people were just being like, you're just interviewing people. This is not dating. And I was like, what the fuck is dating? I don't know. And then you intervened. And what did you say?
0: I said, uh, you need to not talk so much. Let it sit. You don't, um, there's beauty in the silence. People like that. They don't need to be like so entertained. They're already entertained by the minutiae. of But
1: here's my question. What if I'm, what if I know right away, like I'm not attracted to this person and I can't do like a flirty vibe and I can't make it a date. How do you make that a date? If, if you, you don't, don't, if you know you, you don't, don't like you them,
0: just get out in three minutes. You got to make the dates three minutes. A lot of times you also stayed on for an extra like five minutes once you realized it was just an interview.
1: Oh, uh, right. Okay. You got to so, be willing I'll, to
0: just be like, okay, this is great. It was so nice talking to you. You're awesome.
1: Right. Okay. Friday night, I'm going to speed date again. Set your calendars. I'm going to do it at, um, let me do it at 10 p.m. Eastern on Friday. I'm going to set it right now. 10 p.m. Eastern this Friday. Thursday. Why?
0: Because Friday night people are are actually doing things right now, and like I did it on really? Friday, and like I'd have a lot of like group chat because like people will have people over because it's Friday night.
1: Yeah. So you oh. might end up
0: having like three dudes in one room, or like. Oh right. I don't know, I might be wrong. It was, more, but that's what happened with. Okay,
1: me. stay tuned. I'm gonna. It's either gonna be Thursday or Friday, okay. um, at 10 p.m. Eastern. So we'll find out. But uh, I'll consider that. Yeah, I want to do it again because I think I do need to practice dating because the last date I went on, I actually got into an energy of like. It's a date. And people wrote to me and were like, that was the best one. And I was like, it was so boring. We were talking about like what Beatles song we liked. It was so boring. I thought but it's that's what people want. Other people. But that's what I realized that show dating around, which so much, so many of you have written me about, have you watched it yet, Andrew?
0: I watched the first episode in new Orleans. Did
1: you watch the second episode? I haven't watched the second. Okay. So, watch so every, yeah, we'll go watch it. We'll, we'll, um, watch it tonight. Oh, I wish I could. This is in the this is in the past, so you guys don't know. I watched it last night with Andrew. The second episode of Dating Around on the second season. So many of you have written to me about it because that is the one that I really recommend to everyone. But you got to see the first episode first just to like get a sense of what the show is. And then the second episode, you just love this Ben guy. At first, you hate him, and then you love him, and then it's just a it's just a great episode of TV. So uh, so many of you have written to me about it. And I think you'll love it and we'll watch it tonight and get back to you about it tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the podcast, Andrew. Any final thoughts about- um,
0: I have a new episode of Puddles out. Uh, came out yesterday with Raina Greenberg. Or no, today it came out. Uh, please go listen. Today- It's my podcast, Puddles. I know,
1: Puddles. Um, it's Wednesday on this podcast though. Oh, so it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it comes and out then, Monday, right? Uh, yeah. It, it comes out Tuesday or Monday?
0: It comes out Tuesday.
1: Oh, okay. So it came out yesterday, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was so go check it out. and um, What do you want to go do? What, today? Yeah. I don't it's know. Fi- it's
0: 5.55. Aren't we going paddle boarding tomorrow?
1: Yeah, we're going to go tomorrow night.
0: All right, so then we'll do that. I'll probably just go work out. I'll go do this Bully Juice workout. Yeah. You're- bully Juice is a guy on YouTube. He's this giant badass dude who does just full body workouts so you feel – Manly while doing them, even though you're doing a bunch of like bitch ass workouts.
1: Yeah, um,
0: it's like leg kicks and <laughs> and stuff, and like calisthenics. But he has tattoos, so you're like, yeah, 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 I'm fucking tough. And
1: I said you like the, his name because
0: yeah, he bullies Jews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could say that because I'm a bully. That's like your <laughs> your joke. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for listening. Say it with me now: hey. uh, squirt, squirt, hey. G- hey. K. wet spot, wet spot.